Income inequality. Obama said the biggest threat to the modern world in the U.S. is income inequality. But I just read an interesting book that says that's not true at all, that it's fair for people's incomes to be unequal. So I want to talk about that for just a second. Uh, I know how Zach, Zach's from Texas and North Carolina. North Carolina. I know how, I know how his opinion will be on that. But basically, I've lived in Sweden and Norway, and those are very socialistic countries where you have very similar flat uh, and equal income. And then you have, what the hell we got going on? We got, got a rock and roll band in the background there, Drew. Somebody's learning how to play guitar. <laughs> Somebody's learning. Somebody's <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Freebird. now we got Andre three Andre three thousand. So the way I think about it, there's a lot of advantages of countries like Sweden. They don't have as much exploitation of people. They have a lot of um, a homogenous worldview and set of values. But if you talk to Swedish people and Norwegians, what'd you say? <laughs> a lot of suicides. Uh, if you talk to a lot of Swedish and Norwegian people, they like, or some of them like the American system better because it doesn't hold you back. And they feel like in, in some countries that are more socialistic, that there's not the incentive to grow your income and to learn new skills. If you look at the medical systems around the world, the ones that are in more socialistic places, a lot of those people fly to America to get their medical work done. Now, a doctor in... The United Kingdom makes about $60,000, $70,000 a year. A doctor equivalent in Argentina makes equivalent about fifty or $60,000 U.S. dollars, whereas some doctors here make, you know, $800,000, $2 million if they're surgeons plus. And so you have to ask yourself, is that incentive-based system attracting better people because they get higher pay? Is that the reason why there's so much medical advances in countries that have a more capitalistic approach? So... These are hard, you know, here's the better way to think about it. Because a lot of people think in right or wrong. Who's right, Hillary or Donald Trump? Who's right, the Swedish and Norwegian and UK Canadian system or American capitalism? And it's not a good way to think about life because unless you're first grade, you realize life's not black and white. There's a lot of gray areas. And the better way to think about it is what I call cause and effect. So if you have a certain... A, a cause, so you're going to get a certain outcome. So if you switched the United States to a socialistic uh, income pattern, which you'd have some benefits, the effect would be some positive externalities, they call that. But you'd also have other ones, and you just have to pick your poison. Basically, life is like Socrates. You know, he was forced at the end to drink hemlock, uh, and that's what killed him, right? He, was, he had to drink his own poison. And so that's kind of how life is. If you live in America, certain things are very optimal. The incentive to work, the incentive to be uh, entrepreneurial. If you live in Sweden, you're going to get a more harmonious society. You're going to probably get less violence, less crime. But on the flip side, you're going to get less innovation. You know, less Nobel Prize winners, ironically. Sweden is where the Nobel Prize comes from. But that's a better way to think about Donald Trump versus Hillary, too. If you get Hillary, there's going to be some positive externalities, and everybody has negative ones. So you just go, I can live with those positive ones, or I can live with those negative ones. And so I, I think for myself, 
what I hope will happen in the modern world is the modern world will figure out how to have their cake and eat it too, which is how to have capitalism, the incentive-based capitalistic system, but have some of the safety nets of of a more socialistic approach. And I think some things, I mean, some things are socialistic in the United States. The education system, you have public education, the road systems, protection of the military, that's paid for by the commons. What? Were you laughing or choking, Alex? <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I choose to live in the U.S., but I also choose to be a, a global citizen at the same time. And maybe that'll change. Maybe I won't like the U.S. at some point. Then you can get on a plane and go somewhere else. But I just think you, you can't be naive to think there's some utopian outcome. If you ask Swedish and Norwegian people, they're not unanimously saying this is the perfect system. They're just like, well, what they usually say is they make fun of certain things about America and then admire certain things about America, which lines up with my exact thesis that I'm saying for this whole talk, that life's about cause and effects. If you marry Susie instead of Jenny, who's to know if you have a better or worse life? You can't go through life and marry two people, you know, unless you're Stephen Hawking and you believe in simultaneous, they call it the multi-universe theory, that there's multiple universes with very similar things happening with slight differences. Uh, but in, for our consciousness, what we can understand, you got one life and you're just going to have to make an estimation. And I think... Maybe a good thing is to make your money in America, but <laughs> move to Sweden part-time. And that's kind of what I do, actually. So I'm still an American citizen. And, um, yeah, I think this would be, if people would think this way about politics, it would be a more interesting debate. Most of the debates now is just one person slandering another, one person bringing up Trump or Hillary and the Clinton's escapades. And, and when you eliminate all that out of your mind and you just go, what cause and effect would I rather have? The Democratic Hillary Clinton agenda or the Republican Donald Trump agenda? And uh, probably realistically, they both <laughs> have a lot of poison to them. So pick your poison well. It's the same with the economic system. And what I would say, I'll just add in closing, is that make the best of it. So if you live in America, Joel Satchin used to tell me, bloom where you're planted. Thrive in the system that you find yourself in, even though you can eventually move if you need to. So thrive in the system of capitalism we have here in the U.S. Or thrive in the system of, of socialism that they have in, in Canada and, you know, uh, Norway or Denmark or something like that. So real question is, are you thriving? Are you optimizing your brain? Rome's here. Rome, we're lifting weight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't have heavy enough dumbbells for you. I, I can do. I can do the seventy-five. What's up, man? Oh, we got cousins here. Family thing. All right. Leave a comment below. We're about to lift heavy weight. With Mr. Presto. Good to see you. There you go. There you go. There you go. Leave a comment below. What do you think's better, capitalism or socialism? Explain why. I want to hear. I love hearing smart points of view. We'll go try to lift some weight. Keep up with Rome. Maybe twenty.